0: more time.
1: Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And welcome to a very special edition of the State of the Saints podcast. As some of you may know in the Who That Nation that follows the State of the Saints, we have been talking about Drew Brees and his controversial comments, uh, you know, that he gave to Yahoo Finance and how he had everybody in an uproar about his comments, man. And a lot of people felt like it was, you know, very uh disrespectful you know for people taking a knee um you know towards the military so without further ado man i have somebody on the show with me um tonight or this evening or this morning wherever you're looking at this uh this video and uh it's someone that i love and respect dearly a person that served three tours in iraq and he is just so happens to be my older brother uh, sam jones thank you very much sam for being a part of the show brother
0: hey man thank you for having
1: Yeah, man, thank you so much, man, for your time. Uh, just wanted to uh, give you the floor. Let everybody in a who that nation know a little bit of something about yourself. Um, let them know, you know, your background and everything.
0: Okay, well, uh, I'm a college student. I'm a father of four. I'm a military veteran. My brother stated, I did 3
1: tours in Iraq. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I was proud to serve my country. Yeah, absolutely, man. We appreciate your service and, you know, th- everything that you've done. You know, I just wanted to get your take on Drew Brees. Uh, You know, a lot of people that I feel like have been kind of chiming in really don't have that that experience that you have, you know, being in the military, serving the country. So I just want to ask you, man, what do you think about Drew Brees' comments? And do you feel uh, offensive for those football players who decide to take a knee? Uh, I feel that Drew Brees may
0: have spoke, but I think that maybe he spoke too soon, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at the makeup of the New Orleans' State team, I mean, you could say easily this team is 65% black. Right. So they have great chemistry together on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's a problem between them or anything like that. I just think that maybe, you know, with everything going on in America today, maybe he had maybe pressure on him from some aspect and maybe he just spoke out of terms. But it, I mean, he came back and directed himself. So, so right. you know, I mean, I don't think that he's the person that. No, feels a certain type of way or
1: anything like that for mm-hmm. you know a certain type of people. I think I think he's a good person. I really do. Right, I well, I think he's a good person too. You know, I think that uh I, I feel like and I said this on on the last podcast. I just feel like he kind of has a disconnect with society. You know, sometimes people don't have a pulse on society and what's really going on. It's not any fault of their own. They probably one minding their own business or two, you know, like not in a particular lane. Uh, but a lot of people just felt like, you know, maybe a person of his cachet, a person that's an icon around the city of New Orleans and even in the NFL in some circles, you know, he he shouldn't have said what he said at that particular time. But let me, let's let go ahead. Let me ask you this question here, you know, about those uh, players that decide to protest. Um, my question is to you as a military veteran, uh, are you offended when a football player decides to take a knee and protest of social uh, injustices in in this country.
0: Not at all. Um, as part of the military oath, you swear to uphold the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, uh, everybody entitled to their own individual form of protest. And I think that by you know you trying to silence them and saying something negative toward them, while in the process of protesting, it's just it's a bad look. You right. know what I mean just I'm just being honest. I right. mean uh, you you can't take away the rights of the people mm-hmm. you know understand uh, right right even though you're in the in the business I can, I mean if, if you look at it from a business standpoint I guess mm-hmm. you know you you sign a contract with the NFL maybe there's some kind of moral flaws where you know they may object to you you know doing certain things and you know harm the image of the team make them look bad right right but at the same time you're an individual. So I mean, you're entitled to your own opinions and your own thoughts. Yeah. So I think it's just, I think it's it's, it's just, I, I I think I just think things are in a bad state right now. I yeah. Yeah. Or a kind of or a kind of on the of something different that maybe we've never seen before in society. hmm
1: And uh, I'm 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 just honestly I'm going for the ride. I'm waiting things coming next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I know. Uh, you know, just talking to you and in, interacting with you, I even. Uh, you know know that you uh, took part in some of the protests that were going on you stay out there in Memphis uh, man, just let everybody know man about these protests because I feel like on um, the, the protest is getting a little bit of a bad rep as far as like you know you, you got some people out there decided to go rogue and want to ride in the streets but um, there are some people protests going on and one of them was in Memphis where you were right can you tell us a little bit about that protest and how you know how the people were the pulse of the people
0: I think sometimes maybe the media portrays things to maybe it look a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, I live very close to the downtown area. I mean, you, you're used to the lights and sirens. You hear a clip on them, But as far as you know, people riding or losing, I mean, there's always going to be opportunities you know, right, to take right. advantage of the situation. Mm-hmm. But I think that there are people that are out here genuinely protesting for change. They are upset about the way things are going. And they're right. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, everybody's entitled to their opinion. That's what makes America different from any other country in the world. Right. You know, like I, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't really understand how America even has a government. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I mean, I can see how you know you just need someone in control to just mm-hmm. hold it all together. But, right. You know, everybody's kind of their own entity in right. this unique place. Right. So, I, uh-uh, I just it's, it's
1: weird. Yeah, man. But I mean, you're absolutely right, man. You know, I feel like you know it does give us the right and the privileges to actually protest, and I just feel like people just you know getting a little bit of a bad rep when it comes to the protests. I think they can't separate the riots and the protests from each other, and um, you know when you combine those two together, that's why I feel like people are going wrong. But let's go ahead and fast forward, man. Let's talk a little bit more about Saints because, you know, I mean, when you start talking about situations like this, a lot of people think, you know, you get borderline political, which me personally, I feel like when, you, when you're when talking about a situation like this, you have no choice because no matter what what particular thing you're into, rather you want to listen to music, rather you want to watch sports, everybody is talking about these issues in regards to George Floyd. But I want to talk about the culture of the Saints, man. You've been a Saints fan as long as me. We're just a year apart, so you know about the times, the good times, as well as the bad. Uh, All right, this team right here going into the 2020 season, do you think they'll be able to weather the storm dealing with this controversy with Drew Brees? Do you feel like it's going to affect the team's chemistry, or do you feel like the Saints are going to be able to weather the storm and possibly uh, get their fourth straight NFC South title?
0: I'm actually worried more about things whether it's the Buccaneers twice this season. Um, <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. Uh, they're, they're pretty sad. Tennessee South has been a tough division for a few years. I know right. that Carolina's restructuring and Atlanta's kind of always a toss up team. You never really know what they're. Doing. Right. So I said, with, uh, with Tampa Bay being what they are and kind of what their culture did mm-hmm. or their past culture is, I think that you know, once they get their like mojo going, I think they could be dangerous. So I'm kind of right. I'm kind of worried more about
1: that than team chemistry at this point. Okay, so you want you're not too concerned about uh, Drew Brees' comments affecting the team. You're not you're not, not really too concerned good. about that. Okay, so it's more it's more of Tampa Bay. It's more about Tampa Bay and them having Tom Brady and 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 them developing chemistry as time go on, right?
0: Exactly, because I mean the thing hasn't really. I haven't noticed any big part that they've added that would make the game more dynamic than the usual, you know, same team. I mean, the offense is always great. Right. And I mean, I'm, you know, I'm proud that uh, you we know, have a winning team, but mm-hmm. to never get over that hump and repeat it, you know, disappointments—it's it's worse than not even being it. <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, huh. you know, I just kind of, I'm at the point where I'm like. You know, make a play, do something big, compete. You right. know, make your statement on the NFL. You know, right. make everybody notice you. Right. You know, and their Super Bowl win and run, you know, and it started off hot, but when it got hot, everybody knows and that momentum kept them going through the season. Right. I think that's what got, got them over that hook. Yeah. You know, like I said, I think they kind of need something like this. You know? Yeah. And until they make that move and they stop doing <laughs> the things they're doing right now in the draft mm-hmm. and what the personnel they're doing with, I just, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I look, I can understand how you feel. You know, I'm in that I'm in that same boat. You know, like when we were growing up as kids, you know, we just used to be excited to actually won a game. But now it's like to a point where they're so good, it, it frustrates you even more when they lose because you feel like they're the better team. Uh, you know, as far as like with the chemistry, you know, I feel like, you know, it, it's not gonna affect the team uh so much. I think these guys are professionals. But I, I kind of have to disagree with you on them not making any changes, man. I think that might be a good thing because you look at the state and the climate that we're in right now, dealing with COVID-19, guys aren't able to practice with one another. You got guys that are assigned to teams. Uh, you know, They never even met the coach, never met the players, never worked out with the players. And that can kind of take a toll on you, especially since we're talking about uh, having training camp late July, you know what I'm saying, even early August. So the fact that the Saints are signing back the guys that are familiar faces, you have that chemistry dynamic, and that's the thing that, you know, that can help you for those next couple games, you know what I'm saying? I mean, especially like those first couple of games of the season, while other teams are developing chemistry around week four or five, the Saints still have that chemistry going into training camp. And, yeah, you got a couple of guys like Emmanuel Sanders and, you know, Malcolm Jenkins who came along, you know, back, back around again uh, when it comes to Malcolm Jenkins, but – I mean, those guys are professionals, man. I mean, these guys are like 32, 33 years old. That's not a defense or offense they didn't see or they're not prepared for. So I think what the Saints have done, I think Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis and the staff uh, realized that the pandemic was going to affect if they bring a whole bunch of different guys in from different positions versus um, them actually bringing in the guys that they are familiar with. So I I think that might be able to serve in their favor, but Tampa Bay does concern me. I have Tampa uh, being the second uh, runner-up because I have the Saints winning the division. I think Tampa is going to be second in the division. I'm just not sold on them, man. I'm just not sold on them. Uh, As far as Tampa is concerned, man, I I never asked you this. Uh, Do you have a record that you feel like Tampa is going to have this season? Um, What what do you think their record is going to be? Uh, I'm
0: looking at Tampa maybe as old. Uh, nine to seven, maybe ten to six. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they're they're a new team, but Tom Brady is a proven winner, so mm-hmm. I see him. You know, I see him making a statement. You know, he's left right. he's been there forever. Right. You know, it was the same situation with Peyton Manning and Broncos. You know, so right. He's not going to go there. I don't think he's going to lay up a, 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 a dud. Right. I think he's going to. I think he's going to be a proven
1: winner. Right. Well, a lot of people feel that way, man, but I'm still, I still think the Saints are going to win the division, you know, um, I still think the Saints are going to go about 11 and five, Uh, I think that Carolina is going to be better than people giving them credit, and so is Tampa, I feel like they're probably going to be tied for the same record, I think the NFC South is going to be the best division in football this season, you know, as far as the competitive standpoint, but what about the Saints, man, the Saints, uh, what do you have the Saints uh, record being this season?
0: I'm thinking maybe eleven and five, maybe twelve and four. Mm-hmm. Like I said, uh, the offense is still pretty stacked. Like mm-hmm. I said, they've added new pieces. But like I said, uh, I'm just, you know, offense you can put up points all day. Right. You know, but you know, against particular defenses, you know, sometimes some somebody throws something at you you don't you know, quite understand or something mm-hmm. you know maybe you know controversial or something like that and you can't really. Perform up to the standard, but yeah, like I said, uh, with the same, it's like I, I i don't know, like defense really wins football games, yeah. Like I said, you know, every everyone loves offense, you know, the offense to put on the show, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I mean, you can score 100 points, but if the opponent scores 101, then you still lose. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't really care about the offense at this point, mm-hmm. they were already proven, the offense yeah, was proven. You know, I'm like, what are you going to do on the defensive side of the ball? That That's the, that's the part that keeps hurting us. So yep. why not add to the part that's hurting us to make it better instead of adding to
1: the part that was already beneficial to us in the first place? Yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. You know, there, there has been some issues, especially like last minute of the game, fourth quarter, 50 some seconds left in the game, and the defense can't close. Uh, I, I have to say, man, I like the fact that they went back and got Malcolm Jenkins. Now, I know the first time around Malcolm Jenkins wasn't, uh, you know, a tackling machine or a guy that wasn't as solid defensively uh, as he became when he went to Philadelphia. Now he's come back, and he has skills on the wall, man. He's a leader. Uh, he's seen it all. He's done it all. He's won a championship with Philadelphia. And I think that's going to help a lot of those safeties and the guys in the secondary to be on point, man. I think uh, when you look at Philadelphia last season towards the end, they had a lot of injuries, Sam, on um, on defense, man. They They were doing like – you know, plug and play uh, in a secondary, man. But they did enough to actually make it to the playoffs and win the NFC East. And it had a lot to do with the fact that Malcolm Jenkins was out there, man. So I think when you have a lot of young players, there's a lot of guys that make mistakes. There's a lot of guys that uh, get messed up when it comes to assignments. I see a lot of pointing at each other, like when plays are big, like, yeah, I thought you were there. I thought you were there. I think with Malcolm Jenkins being a leader in a secondary, it might help them because we all know, like, for from, you know, for well, I'll just say from my particular standpoint, it always the secondary that screws it up at the end. I mean, the defense plays pretty good throughout the game. But it's just one of those things where, you know, if you did a perf like if you drove an hour, you know, to your location or your location was an hour and you drive 59 minutes and 57 seconds. <laughs> and all of a sudden you crash into a fire hydrant. All that good driving is, is, is all that all that good driving is pointless, you know. So uh, I get what you're saying, and I, I look, I, I understand you, you know how you feel because I feel the same exact way, man. I don't think I can take too much more of this every single year, you know. Just them getting so close but yet so far. Um, okay, but let's let's focus one more time on Drew Brees, man. I got your perspective on, you know, your, your thoughts about the flag, uh, you know, the chemistry. But now I want to ask you about Drew Brees, man. Do you feel like this is gonna be his last season in the NFL? Do you think he's gonna retire after this year? Um oh man, that's a tough so question. I don't know why you have to answer no. <laughs> Hey man, um, we do hot takes on here. You know, I do we I know I told you before the show what we we're gonna talk about, but hey, I gotta get your perspective, man, because you're a special guest and you know, so <laughs>
0: okay. okay. Well, uh I don't think so. I think maybe one or two more seasons. I just, I, I, I see you as being one of those guys that's going to he doesn't have anything left to change, keeping mm-hmm. everything on the field and taking his helmet off, and, you know, maybe walking off without him getting a flag or something like that, and everybody cheering and clapping for him. And, right. You know, that'd be his last little standing ovation. And right. I don't, you know, I, I, but because they are so close and because they make moves that they, make, I don't necessarily see them. You know, maybe retiring next year, but right. maybe in the next
1: three years. Definitely. Wow! Wow! Three years. Three years. Wow!
0: Uh, I give him about. I drew Brees is a contender, and uh, yeah, there's competition still on the field. Like, I mean, you really think about it from from back in the day. All this, you know, I mean, some quarterbacks talking about not playing anymore. But right. Yeah, Peyton Manning. Yeah, Tom Brady, <laughs> <and> <laughs> Drew Brees. Right. And like I said. Uh, Payton, you know, had to leave early, but mm-hmm. he had a great career. Yeah, you know, and like I said, uh, you have two two left. You know, who's mm-hmm. going to do the last of all weeks? You know, yeah. Tom Brady already left his legacy, in and and, 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 and and um, New England. New England. Yeah. Like I said, uh, he doesn't have to. He, he doesn't have to do anything else. He doesn't have to prove anything. I mean, he can go out there and really think up the place and say, oh well, you know, COVID and my shoulder, and you know, it's like, oh, well, Tom had a great career, blah blah blah, but. But Drew Brees, he, he's trying to leave his mark, I think. You know, he's right. trying to do that, you know, get that last little hurrah. You know, I think that's what will, you know, make him feel complete as a quarterback. Right. You know, like I said, I mean, he's a competitor overall, like more mm-hmm. than anything else. I mean, I think we both know that. Right. So I think that that's what, really what he's waiting for. He's waiting for that shot. And like I said, to be honest with you, um, I think that the NFC South Championship game is going to be played between the Buccaneers and the Saints. What other teams can it be played between? Mm -hmm. You know, and I mean, it's going to be a showdown. It's going to be hyped up like a Floyd Mayweather fight. I'm telling you. I mean, it's gonna, you know, (laughs) it's it's going to go down. Right. I'm saying uh, it's gonna come down to the wire between these two teams, and uh, I think I I think the Saints come out on top. Right.
1: Right, so you you feel like you feel like the they're going to be these two are going to be vying for the NFC South title, and they might even end up in the NFC Championship game playing against each other. So is that what you're saying? Or uh, you just saying like it's just it's just going to be a two headed race for the South. So what, what are you saying?
0: say? I'm saying it's going to be
1: a two headed race for the South. Okay. I'm not
0: going to say they going to be <laughs> I mean, We're it's
1: possible. It, it's possible now. It, it's possible I they could play. I know it, but yeah.
0: The thought of the saints making it there you know like i said i'm gonna get myself hyped up there like i said
1: just, <laughs> you know hyped up to this point so many times to let down to right you know I, I, when, when when you get there you're actually in disbelief right you know right. So I, I, i'm i'll just wait for that moment oh yeah yeah i man, i mean it's just uh it's very exciting man i must say man I'm, I'm really looking forward to the 2020 season uh but this is the last question i have for you uh it's it has something to do with Drew Brees. The question is, uh, if Drew Brees decides to play for three years, do you want to see him play all three years with the New Orleans Saints?
0: Of course. I don't think that Drew Brees is one of those quarterbacks that's going to go anywhere else. Like I said, uh, I don't think it's so much about the money at this point to mm-hmm. I think it's more about his legacy. And uh, New Orleans kind of fulfills his, his dreams, you know? Right. And uh, it, it's, pretty, it's pretty much like a Brees city. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I mean, it's kind of like you know the Mannings are, you know, in in New Orleans, you know,
1: like a lot of people don't know that, but I I, I think um, I think that Drew Brees isn't going anywhere. He'll he'll definitely finish his career the same. Yeah. What about okay? I gotta ask you one more time, one more one more question. Super Bowl. If they went, if they end up winning a Super Bowl this season, do you think he'll ride off until the sunset? Yeah, definitely. 100%. Uh, okay, so like I said, at that point. Okay, okay, so you feel like okay, three years, um, for the exception of if they win the Super Bowl this season. So, if yeah. they if they uh, win uh, a Super Bowl, if they win a Super Bowl this season, then he's gonna ride off to the sunset. If not, he's gonna play about two or three more years. Yeah, honestly,
0: <laughs> man, I, I, I honestly think so. I, I'm just <laughs> honest with you, man. I mean, think about it, like I said. Drew Brees win another. So, uh, well, I mean, we, we we couldn't get through the NFC these last couple of years in in the playoffs. Because, right. you know, inevitably, more than likely, you're going to be facing Tom Brady and New England Patriots. Right. If you can knock them off in the same conference and win the conference, then you don't even have to see that guy no more. Maybe that's a wild card laying on down the line. Mm-hmm. If they make, Good you know what I'm saying? Good point. So, I'm like, if you're at that point, then, who is, is who's your competition going
1: to be in the AFC? What quarterback do you think in the AFC can't compete with Drew Brees at this point in his career in the tank? At this point. Well, isn't Tom Brady in New England is, Well, I mean, you got you got to throw Pat, you got to throw Patrick Mahomes in there, man. You got to
0: throw yeah, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes baseball. in there. Key, yeah, that, yeah.
1: Hey, I mean, why not? I mean, he was Super Bowl was M- a Super Bowl MVP. Like MVP. You, yeah, but you got to think <laughs> about it. Uh, Drew Brees is an older quarterback.
0: The rest of the team around them are in their youth and in their prime. Yeah. You know, like I said, okay. you know, a quarterback's main job is to deliver the rocket, baby. Everybody else's job is to catch the rocket and keep it moving. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you keep the young guns on the outside and you, you protect the, 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 you know, the gunsling in the back Right. And, and that's the way it is. Right. So, I mean, I think they'll do pretty good. Okay. I, to be honest with you, like I said, I think Sean Payton, Payton is a good coach. Mm-hmm. I think he has a good strategy. I, I, to be honest with you, I think that it would be, I think it would be one of the best football games I've witnessed in my lifetime. If I got to see him and Andy Reid coach against each other in
1: a football. Game. Well, you're gonna see that this season, man, because you know Kansas City is actually playing the Saints in the Super Bowl, in the Superdome this season. So you'll get the opportunity to actually see that you know actually happen. So um, yeah, it'll no, be but very I mean, like,
0: it's you th- like more of a playoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I got kid, you. You know, I got you. Like I said, regular season. It's all well and good, you know, right. but like I said, but it, it's really what matters, at, you know, at the regular
1: season, you know, for right. everybody so. Right, absolutely. Hey, man, but thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your perspective on the New Orleans Saints and also, you know, on just uh, some of the issues that we're dealing with as a society. Thank you so much, brother.
0: No problem, man.
1: This has been the State of the Saints podcast. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com search the state of the saints podcast facebook.com search the state of the saints podcast also the podcast is available on itunes spotify iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, and alexa all you have to do is say hey alexa play the state of the saints podcast and you'll get the most recent episode right there for you so till next time all i gotta say is who that